What's going on, good people? It's Mr. Shop. We return for another episode for the podcast. And for this particular episode, we are going to be covering Dr. Strange. What's it called again? In the Multiverse of Madness. So before we get it started, for you know, people out there, I hope y'all had um, a great happy Mother's Day to for your mothers. If you are cool with them, if you are cool with people who are mothers, you know, shout out to them. But let's go ahead and get the intro out the way, which is, you know, like and share the content, rate it five stars and review it, and make sure to follow me that way you know when I do drop an episode. So let's go ahead and get it started. Um, with that being said, now the Doctor Strange movie basically takes place in the timeline of what happened after No Way Home. But... Right before we get there, we get Doctor Strange, um, a teenager running for their lives to a particular book. This book is going to basically right a few wrongs that's already been done. But problem is they're being chased by like like a demon, and a demon is like in hot pursuit. Basically, Strange can't defeat it. In the midst of him trying to defeat it, he tries to basically take the girl's power. Which we didn't get an idea what the girl's power was. So, it was kind of hard to get an idea, but... And, Dr. Strange, the last moment of trying to steal the girl's power, he is unbeknownstly killed. And in his death, the girl freaks out, opens a portal, and sends everybody through the portal. So then we get to the current timeline. This for this multiverse. Will we get this Doctor Strange who's at a wedding. And his particular wedding, it is the wedding of his former ex, uh, Dr. Palmer. And the other doctor who's there, he's basically accosting him. Basically, you know, if you didn't know, they kind of like have this bit of a rivalry. That happened when they were both doctors, because we do know Doctor Strange is no longer a doctor. Um, employed, that is, because of the injury to his hands. So, he left the medical field, but as the other guy said, just like the ex in the previous movie had also said, you were always the one who had to hold the knife. You were always the one who actually, who had to know, who had all the answers. Basically, the biggest know-it-all. He had all the answers, had to do everything his way, or was the highway. So, it basically... I think he probably respected his medical ability, but he did not respect the person. And, and because of that, they never really were, I probably would say, the best of friends. Not even probably associates. Because one looked down on the other, and the other one looked at him with disgust and at this one particular moment this guy who also suffered the fate of the, uh, the Thanos snap um well, I don't know why I just snapped right there just felt like I should do it but he lost things as well but in his little bit of like a taking a little bit of a jab at uh Doctor Strange um he told him but you didn't get the girl and he was like with a smug look on his face as where Dr. Palmer is now getting married. 
she is married, and then we get Doctor Strange basically off on his own, you know, just sitting around, you know, you know, just drinking a martini. I think it's a martini. We're gonna go with martini just because I think it's a martini. I ain't a drinker. Shut up. But he and his ex, who's now married, conversate. He does a little like you know, sorcerer part of the trick, turning her drink into what she wanted. And he also said, you know, like, what would have been between us? She asked him, is he happy? And, you know, she kind of gives her, basically her, her little bit of two cents. Something that she's been holding deep inside her heart for a minute. And for most of you who don't understand that, it's because she has wanted to work with this man. But she also has to understand that this man is thinking only of himself. He's not like a lot of the other heroes we look at who sacrifice everything for, um, you know, their loved ones. This guy is kind of like, yeah, I just I can do this because I know everything. If you don't know about the other previous Doctor Strange movie, he kind of fucked up those people too. And he actually probably created one of the most nastiest villains because of it. So... That's just me being honest, but we ain't gonna talk about that right now. Because it gets mentioned later. But it was hints of them talking. You know, she gets her little like two set jab at him. And <clears throat> then we get like a a abrupt like like interruption. It's it's a monster chasing a kid. And Doctor Strange saves the kid and tries to fight off the monster. And what he finds out is that it's basically it's after her. So Doctor Strange and with Wong are now trying to basically fend off this this creature known as uh, Gargantos. Uh, basically, uh, like a octopus, like. Um, creature with one eye. So it's basically, it's giving them the business, but this creature's a little different. This creature has like ruins and stuff like it. And it's basically, it's giving both Doctor Strange and, you know, um, our guy Wong the business. And which is funny, even after they defeated with all three of them, they started questioning like, what what's going on here? And we find out that they basically come down to the understanding that it's witchcraft. And she gives her her name. Her name is America Chavez. And she can travel through the multiverse. But unlike everybody else who has, you know, there's different use multiverse. It's like there's different me's as well. She's the only one. And so she's the only one who can do this. That means she's the only one who really can do this. Just being, not trying to be funny, but legit. She's one of the few who can do it without it causing like some huge problem. Maybe for, you know, the universe itself, but not like on a grand scale. But it's like on a small scale where she can just go to place to place with universe to universe without, um, 
severe consequences like everybody else where as these guys are told not to mess with the timeline which is always funny because that's basically what everybody be doing so um that's one thing and so they basically recruit her and bring her to Tajam Hall which you know that's basically the sorcerer's hideout in, in fortress training uh palace and we find out that uh, Wong is actually the supreme, um, well, the Sorcerer Supreme. So he's the head honcho, which makes a lot of sense because I think some people were probably thinking of why was it not, you know, the other way around? Well, you got to also think about it like this. Um, Wong has, is a, probably a better teacher and is way, way better than Doctor Strange. He may be naturally gifted, but he's not a leader. So who who people would follow would be Wong over the other guy. So that's what happened there. So they get found out that he's not the Supreme Sorcerer. So that happens. We also find dead dead uh, Doctor Strange. He gets buried by current living Doctor Strange. And so we get past that. Now we're trying to figure out how is the way are we going to save this girl. And we go to, you know, a witch that we all know and love, Wanda. If you don't know who Wanda is, it's best to... I probably would say right here, we're going to be like a little bit of a stopping point. Go back to WandaVision to get an idea about what Wanda's been doing the whole time. After Endgame, it'll give you a better idea. And so... That being said, we got her basically, you know, living in her fantasy world again with her two sons. And she wakes up again, lonely, depressing state again. With this, all this going on, she just, you know, out here tending to the fields until Dr. Strange shows up and he's like talking to her a little bit. And, you know, they're talking, talking, talking. Until she slips up. Wanda knows exactly who America is. Little girl who can jump through multiverses. With her help, her jumping through the multiverse could allow her to get to her two sons. Who she cherishes O'Jilly, even though they're not Technically, they're not her sons. They're another multiverse version of her with children. And so, <clears throat> she has now been corrupted in her mind. Her mind has basically been broken ever since the loss of vision. And the fact that her mind developed a whole different fantasy land. And it's been destroyed twice. So, basically... She destroyed the surrounding area, but created a whole different outlook on it to where even the smell sounded was good. It smelled like apples and stuff like that. She destroyed this whole area and then and showed you that she basically was the one who was doing this the whole time. She was sending these people to attack America through these dimensions. And she was basically doing something called dream walk, which is People who learn under her particular book can basically 
do something where they can send their consciousness to another person in a different different space space and then they take over. And that's basically what she was doing. So if she was in let's say the multiverse where Earth is cities are underwater and it's controlled and everybody moves underneath the water, she would use the person over there from America's there to go capture her. And you know, grant her the ability to see to see her children. That is what she was doing. To give a guy uh, an example. So she was sending DNT deities and, and sentient and demons after her. And basically it got to the moment where she said, That's just me being reasonable. You know how strong I am. Which is scary because we do get a realization of just how strong Wanda really is. It wasn't an exaggeration when they said in that, you know, Avengers timeline, they're talking about that Wanda was one of the stronger Avengers because her power literally had the power to kill Thanos. And so that that's a, that's one that's a big, you know, uh-oh right there and Strange tells Wong, Wong lets everybody know, basically we had to defend Taj Mahal. And so everyone assembles to defeat one or basically just fend her off. And to no avail, they put up a good front for a minute, but she completely decimated them. You know, they probably got a, a couple good hits in, but they they were completely outclassed. Once she had found who was one of the weaker spirits, who had the more, not probably say weaker spirits, weaker wills as a sorcerer, she manipulated him and caused fractures in, in them and basically just went on a rampage. And in this rampage, she just wiped them out. So where even she was, she was taking people out through images. Like, like kind of like little puddles. Like, she literally took two men. I think she killed them two masters. She killed two masters without them even putting up a fight. And so that showed you, that shows you right then and there that Wanda was no joke. She also defeated Doctor Strange and Wong again. But, you know, Doctor Strange and America were sent to another multiverse. Again, this time, America basically saved them. You know, Kate gets injured trying to save them as well. And Wong's left to fend for himself. And, you know, with all that being said, we got... These particular situations that have occurred where now they've been just traveling, traveling, traveling through different, different multiverses. One was underwater, one had dinosaurs, one they turned into paint. Um, so that that was a little weird. But then it ended up in one that looked a little bit more like upscaled and then what they've been going through. So they ended up in ended up in a really good spot. So, <clears throat> they end up, you know, getting an idea of probably where they are. She explains to them that in different worlds it's different, but that she said that a lot of the Doctor Strangers were the same, that they try to kill her for her power. Talking about it was the only way. 
which I think is a little disheartening a little bit, you know, for a young character, is because she's looking at these people, looking at them for help, but at the end, when push comes to shove, they're willing to kill her to, you know, advance their power to stop the oncoming threat because they were too weak to defeat the current threat. So that happens. And, you know, that's what, what goes on. And then we get Wong, who's been in prison, and we get Wanda trying to basically tap into a version of herself in that same verse by using a dream walk. But she's disrupted by one of the the last surviving members of, of the sorcerers that survived. And the sorcerer in their in their dying, you know, moments took out Wanda's, you know, um dorm book. Well, I gotta look at what that name of that book was again. Um so that character's book was just something which is something crazy to me. To me it was something crazy because it, it was it really did. It really did. It really did did like do damage. And with Wanda losing that book, she lost a good lot of her power. Because without that book, she can no longer do the dream walk. Meaning that without the ability to you know, walk through dimensions or send demons and deities through dimensions. We now, our main protagonists, we can just figure out a way of defending and protecting themselves without having to worry about, you know, anybody causing them harm. But with all that that going on, they run into uh, Mordor. If you don't remember who he is, he's the one character who... Introduced Doctor Strange to, you know, you know, talk, and the Ancient One. But he loses his way because he has forsaken what the Ancient One has teached him. And this Doctor Strange is basically looking at him like, yeah, he, he trying to kill me. And while this is going on, he trusts him too much, thinking that he's a good version of him that's not trying to kill him. You know, and, you know, it happens because he believed him, you know, because just a few moments ago, they ran into, like, these memories, these memory stamps, where basically step on them and they get, like, um, memories from the memory bank, where Dr. Strange guy, one where he was, received his, you know, his formerly unbroken watch from his ex, and... We get from America is that her and her parents, her two mothers, wherein she first sent them into a whole other dimension. And so we get an idea of, you know, memories that they're most fondest of. And one's a little bit on the happier side, but very sad. And one starts from happy and goes completely depressing. Because think about it from one instance, Strange knows about his relationship with. Dr. Palmer had had dissolved completely. There's no going back. 
then you also get Merica, who also knows that she sent her mothers to a whole other dimension and she doesn't know if they're alive or not. So that's very disheartening for anybody. And to run into this guy, he seemed like a good guy, but she also says, yeah, he tried to kill me. He's forever going to hunt me. And he puts them to sleep by basically tricking them, you know, because he doesn't trust them. And he sets them up, sets them up to basically, you know, be in prison. While that's going on, we go back to Wanda questioning Wong about what ways can he can he take her, can he take her to restore her power? And she has a way. So the remaining students that are left, he she basically threatens to kill them, and Wong caves in like the like the, the good master he is to save his students, his remaining four students that are still here that haven't been killed. And he does it to save them and he takes them to, you know, the forbidden land where no other sorcerer was supposed to go. And it makes sense because these four, like, sentient demons were just lurking in the shadows. And as soon as they see Wanda, they don't attack her, but they they basically, you know, they bow down to her like, we've been waiting for you. And so... With that happening, we now understand is that this is where Wanda was supposed to be the whole time. The Scarlet Witch. And she sets up herself again to start the dream walk again. When she starts the dream walk, she invades the the Wanda in the same verse as, you know, uh, Doctor Strange America in. But it takes a minute. You know, a whole different universe. You can communicate via a different way than what you've heard the whole time. So now, so now we have to, you know, get accustomed to it. And while that's happening, we get Doctor Strange running into Mordor, Charles Xavier, Black Bolt, um, a different version of Captain America, uh, the female version. Um, we get. Captain Marvel, we get Dr. Reed from the Fantastic Four. Yes, I know this is it's very weird. Just added him in there randomly, but yes. He Doctor Strange makes fun of, you know, Black Bolt, but it makes sense because Black Bolt doesn't talk. And we get an idea of why he doesn't talk. Because what we end up finding out is Black Bolt's ability allows him to destroy anything with sound. And that's why he doesn't even whisper. So he basically communicates with sign language. And that's what happens. And we find out the reason why Doctor Strange is not here. Why did he die fighting Thanos? Was that he didn't die fighting Thanos. He defeated Thanos, but before doing so, he had try to do the same thing that the other Doctor Stranges have done. Well, that's why everyone says that all the Doctor Stranges are evil. It's because he did something where basically he wiped out a universe. So, just think about that. He wiped out a whole multiverse, tried to fix it, trying to defeat Thanos, and 
that's why everybody basically came up to the same decision that after defeating Thanos, that they would kill, that they would kill Doctor Strange. And he agreed to it because he understood there was a price that had to be paid. There was something that had to be paid. And so they made him out to be a hero, but really, and honestly, he was never really a hero. So that's that's a very heavy blow, especially to, you know, you know, someone like Doctor Strange who thought of himself as trying to be a hero, but to find out that basically you were never a hero, you were you were the one who costed, you know, many people their lives in various different timelines. So for him it's a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a blow. But we also get an idea of what's going on. And like basically this group is called the Illuminati. And this group is basically they're just keeping tabs on it, trying to prevent an excursion. Where basically two universes collide and basically destroy each other. So that's what they're trying to prevent, and by thinking how they're going to prevent it is by killing Doctor Strange again. But he tries to warn them that that's a bad idea because there is somebody out there who's trying to kill this young girl. And, you know, they're not really buying it. They don't really care. They basically, they want him to defeat it because they're like, oh, we can handle her. We can handle her. Too easy. This is going to be a cakewalk. But guess what happens? Wanda shows up and alternate, alternate uh, multiverse her, and she comes to the Illuminati building, destroys all the sentient beings, and then runs rampant through the Illuminati, you know, special forces, with her basically, you know, taking out Black Bolt. He was so confident. My man was so confident too. That that's what made it so bad. He was so confident. He had prepared himself with his move and everything. And she said, what mouth? That man, he had a mouth. He blew his own brain. Brains. And, well, I can't just say imploded his own brain. And he died. Then Reed Richards tried to try to put a stop to it. And she just turned him into like, like paper. It was like cut up rubber paper. And he just like stripped away before he died. And then all you got left is you know, Lady Cap, Lady Captain, and Captain Marvel trying to go toe to toe with this person, and event they do a little bit of damage, they do a little bit of damage, but it ain't enough because eventually, Lady Captain sends her shield and it gets re re sent back to her and she gets cut in half. I'm like right down the middle. I'm talking about like a seven ten. So ooh, yeah, you ain't coming back from that one. And then Captain Marvel tried to basically hold on again on her own. She probably was the more powerful one because she at least tried. But she was so blinded by rage at the fact that her friends died that she really wasn't thinking it through. And Wanda got the upper hand on her. And it basically crushed her to death. So though those members died and you get Doctor Strange talking to Mordo that this was stupid. Now they all dead. 
and then, you know, as a last line of defense to kind of buy some time, Charles Xavier tries to do a mental battle with Wanda by trying to save the current, by ripping away the current from, you know, that particular multiverse Wanda. But he couldn't do it because she was too powerful. And she ended up snapping his neck and killing him. And so, with that happening, America and that universe is like Dr. Palmer escaped. And they run away with Dr. Strange, you know, because after Dr. Strange and, and uh, Mordo had this little, like, going back and forth fight, it just, it just showed that that Mordo really had somewhere to go. He, he just, even if it was different timelines, different universes, his hate for Doctor Strange would still remain the same. And they're all running for their life. This woman, Wanda, looked like a demon possessed, which she was. Because she, all she wanted was her kids. Not that she has kids, technically, but you get the point. But it's the fact that she wants these kids because she thinks it will make her whole. But when this happens, we get them trying to reach the particular book of, uh, was it like, I forget what the book's called, but basically, they try to reach the book, and they do reach the book, but Dr. Palmer, Dr. Palmer and Stephen were basically knocked away to a different universe. The book was destroyed. And we also get America who gets captured. Now you probably wonder what happened to Wong during this whole thing. Well, Wong tried to basically convince her that what she did, what she was doing, was not right. This whole movie was basically trying to convince Wanda that you are not okay. And what you're thinking is not okay. But she didn't care. She knocks our guy Wong off, off the side of the cliff. And presumably he's been killed as well. And so it just gets rough. Now we get like a basically to a destroyed universe. And I don't know if this is one of the universes that was destroyed by Doctor Strange from Doctor Current, different Doctor Palmer, or this is just a different universe that has suffered an scourge. I think it was the one that suffered an excursion. but. That, this Doctor Strange, we're going to call him, we're going to call him Evil SS, because I think if you are, if you are a history buff, you know who, why I say that. So, this one, basically, he kills Doctor Strangers, because he feels as though they're also dangerous, and that they're not going to give him what he wants. The particular book, to, to, you know, bring bring him home and so they they do this death battle where basically they go at it I'm talking about they go at it and it's funny though that they had this the death battle basically with uh musical notes and it's it's it is kind of hardcore it is a little hardcore because really really like they really were going at it 
and it really just showed you the different scales of like how a sorcerer can fight. But so with the evil SS almost getting an upper hand, Doctor Strange pulls out one more note from a from a heartbeat and sends evil SS flying to his demise. And his book is stolen from him. Now, with this book, what Doctor Strange plans to do is to dreamwalk, but he doesn't have a body because that's his universe. How do you think he's going to get there? He's basically going to use and reanimate a corpse. Remember, the, remember from the beginning part of the movie that Doctor Strange had from a different time, like had died, and his body landed. In that particular universe. So. With that happening. Now there's a body that he can use to dreamwalk. That will help him defeat. One of his problem. He has to defeat. The damned. If you don't know what those are. They're the damned souls of the book. Because he's about to break. A certain law. and he, A law that he's really not supposed to be breaking. But we all know Dr. Strange don't give a damn about law. So he does what he wants. And with that happening, we get him possessing a reanimated corpse, flying all the way to, to basically to the waypoint of where Wanda is at. And him and Dr. Palmer go toe-to-toe with the damned souls. And basically, she tells him to control the damned. And with that happening, he now possesses the damned, and he's now... On his way to kill or defeat Wanda. And with this happening, the final battle. The sentience that basically have been protecting Wanda. One goes down and then another one goes down. And eventually they're all sent flying. So now it's just Wanda versus versus Wong. Who makes his effort return taking out one of the sentinels. And a reanimated... Doctor Strange with America, who's still scared of her power. And while this goes on, you get they try to contain her. Like Strange and Wanda are trying their best to contain Wanda, but she breaks feet again. Um, she destroys the damn souls, knocks Wanda away, and basically gives Doctor Strange the beat down to where he's like, We need to get the power from from America again it's the only way and Dr. Strange that nah that's your power you can be it and it's like this is the one time Dr. Strange in this particular timeline that's been happening so far has acted different where he could have took her power at any given time but he didn't and she was even comfortable about it this time but he's like nah you got this and America starts going toe-to-toe with Wanda. But let's just be real. She was never going to beat Wanda in a one-on-one fight. Hell, Thanos couldn't. But she could beat her one way. Because she knew what Wanda wanted. And all she had to do was set her up. So she set her up. And said, her, yeah, you want to see your kids? See your kids. And make the two little boys who she loved so dearly that are her sons... Technically, they see her as a monster and they run to their mother. Their mother is sent flying and basically 
they are all about protecting their mother from this monster. And finally, it's set in what everyone has been telling her since the beginning. Also, a WandaVision is that you can't have something that is not yours. That was always the biggest problem for a lot of these people, is particularly in you know the Marvel Universe. Is that she thought she could have it all because she could just take it because who the fuck could stop her? Who, who the fuck could? One of the more powerful people is off the damn planet. Well, a few of them are. Shoot. Hulk Hulk is... Hulk ain't Hulk no more. <laughs> Thor ain't there. Captain Marvel isn't there. <laughs> she just... She basically became unhinged. And this... It finally settled in that she really was just doing... She did all this destruction, misery, and killing... And in the end, she didn't get nothing, nothing she wanted. But basically, alternate Wanda told her that she would protect and look out for these boys. I think she, she, probably from tapping into her and letting her be in control for so long, she understands that she loves her sons, but she knows that they're not her sons because she never had any sons. So she consulted her one last time and as, you know, America has a little final talk with uh, with Dr. Strange, she tells him that I'm going to find you no matter how long it takes. And she takes Wong and they bounce. And Wanda basically destroys the temple held for, held for that particular lord. And she destroys it along with herself. And the reanimate corpse of Doctor Strange. And while all this happens, Doctor Palmer and Doctor Strange have a little moment where they basically want to, you know, get together, but they also know they can't. Because they're not of the same universe. So that happens. So But they also get rescued, sent back to their particular timeline, where she gets sent back to her timeline, and they go back to theirs. But America chooses to stay with, you know, Wong and Doctor Strange to basically to basically muster her power and train her so that she'd be better able to protect herself. And so that's what happens there. Now we get like a little little ending credit where we get Doctor Strange mustering the third eye from evil book but now we get this other girl who's basically taking him to the dark dimension so now we're going to get that third movie in a couple years hopefully soon just so you don't miss it on no good things but This movie was not a bad movie, but like I said, this movie was not for the fate of horror and not for kids. I'm sorry to say that. I know some people like to say the kids certain this ain't one of the movies. This this movie's a little bit um uh like even though they don't show certain things, it just it's pretty graphic. So I would say not to bring the little kids to it, 
because this is like that's that's all I would say. But this movie was I like this movie. I, this is probably one of the the fewer movies. I didn't like the first one. I like the first one. There was some corny lines in this one too, but I like this one a little bit better than the first one. Um, is it better than my other um movies that I've watched since last year? No, it's probably right there in the middle. With um, I probably would say Eternals is probably last. Could have been done better. Um, Shane Chi and the Ten Rings is number one. Number two, I would give Spider Man just because of nostalgia and Black Widow is number four. So this one's right there in the middle. Um, so understand that there's a little bit of a bias that's there because, like I said, I just it all just depends on how I like the movie. I mean, because basically two and three can always interchangeable. So I'm gonna give this a good like um, eight or nine. Then, like I said, the scale depends. Like like earlier, I actually thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I was tired when I was gonna go see this movie, but I thoroughly watched this movie um, to the fullest. Which is funny. Like I said earlier, this is on Mother's Day when I'm watching this movie, and it's really about the whole concept of this movie is the fact that a woman wants to be a mother, even though she never was a mother in her timeline. And there are so many other movies out there like that where certain people have not come to grips with certain losses and they become vengeful or this person basically try to create her own timeline where she was a mother. But it's like what Wong had asked her, what would you do with the other mother that's their mom? It's funny, I think she also told them that she would know that they would know that they're they're loved. Which is ironic because that's the same exact line that was told to her. And as powerful as Wanda was, she was devastated. Remember, in in Avengers Affinity War, she had to watch her man die multiple times. One where his stone is is ripped out of his head, and another one where she literally destroyed him. And then, you know, she can't she tried to defeat the person who caused her all this grief and also sent her like kind of severe mental breakdown. Like, this is where I also say that, you know, as sunshine as Endgame probably was trying to be, we never got to see the other side of it until the after effects and Wanda's story was a big after effect because no one really kept up with her. No one really understood what she really was going through because while other people went and traveled far and wide, like Thor went and traveled with the guardians of the galaxy and, you know, Captain Marvel went about her business and, you know, Dr. Strange, we saw what he was doing um, Spider-Man like uh, a lot of these other people we saw what they went through and a lot of those guys some of them got happy and some didn't Spider-Man didn't get no happy ending you know his is one of the more messed up ones which is you know his own fault and you know 
his ending is kind of like sad because he loses everything. Understand this? This is a movie spoiler. It's been out for a minute, so I understand people gonna feel some type of way. Oh man, you don't spoil it for me. Look, this whole damn thing is a spoiler. I'm talking about it. You know what's up. Um, I'm not trying to be rude, but let's just be real. You had since December. It's been five months now. I've given you time. I remember for you that too. So it goes to show you in this aspect of that doesn't matter what a lot of us want, we may not always get it. And we sometimes need to accept that because this was an instance where a lot of death and destruction could have been avoided. A lot of people died, not just in one universe, but in multiple universes because of Wanda. So literally, everyone's talking about Doctor Strange not needing to be alive. This woman did not need to be alive either. But I think it's only because she was probably the more powerful one. Like, looking at what um, I forgot which one it was. I think it was 660-something? Or was it 8-something? I think it was 862 or something like that. They killed their Doctor Strange and, and the freaking woman who loved him was cool with it. With him being killed. And that's scary to me. But hey, what can we say? This is a, a good example with, you know... Don't be careless with the power you receive because eventually it's going to backfire on you. And it happened to Doctor Strange in, in the worst way. So, with all that being said, um, I know I said I would try to get um, you know, the NFL draft thing out. Um, I'm going to see what I can do with that. Cause like I said, I really got to see how I'm going to chop that up. You know, because I might, I really don't know yet. It's, it's going to be a minute before I really decide how I do it. Um, it's probably going to be um, more of a Monday, Tuesday thing. So, like I said, it's probably going to be a two-parter. Um, just to see how much I can get done. Two or three-part, it all depends. So, um, so just be on the lookout for that. And I'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Ron Skeezy, play that big boy.